This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's good, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Fans First Sports Network's I-80 Football Show. As always, I'm your host, Jordan, of your content. What's going on, Jordan? Man, I'm exhausted. And I believe you. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot going on, as you know, that I really need to share on the podcast. So, a lot, a lot of life stuff right now. Um, but... I'm all right, man. It's football season. It's hard to complain when it's football season. Um, the games have been, for the most part, amazing. Uh, it's it's just like it's one of the – and we'll talk about this a little bit with one of the teams, uh, USC specifically. It's like a lot of teams keep surviving, and so the, the, the season's interesting because now it becomes like a how long mm-hmm. can you survive? Because like yeah, the game is really great. Was- yeah, like the dam is going to break on a couple of these teams. And if Ohio State don't figure it the fuck out, they're going to be one of the teams that the dam breaks <laughs> on. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, we go, we go, like, you, you know, <laughs> they're not as down bad as USC right now because they, you know, but uh, Ohio State is, is borderline to trying to become one of them teams where the dam's going to break. Yeah. So, there's yeah. a lot of. Uh, in, yeah, in the you have, you have, I'll tell you this you have a much stronger dam than USC yeah. does because you yeah. at least, like they, y'all at least got a defense. <laughs> y'all at least got a defense. <laughs> they, they getting, they getting fucking, lucky. <laughs> they just made with fucking they, chewing gum. <laughs> they getting oh, lucky. God. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you all right? Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing good. Uh, went to a wedding Saturday, so I didn't get a chance to watch a lot of football like I like I was telling you earlier. But I did see the USC game. Uh, that's the one. And I was like, oh boy, y'all are, yeah. y'all y'all should be y'all should have two L's on your <laughs> your record oh, if we're sure. being honest. Oh, for sure. And, but at least the wedding was fun because if it wasn't fun, you would have probably watched a lot more football. Yeah, probably. I would have. Uh, I would have thought about pulling my phone out. Yeah, so, I don't yeah. I don't like fall wedding, but it's largely it's it's just like weddings are cool. It's just a lot of weddings are boring, like people don't be having good weddings, but also I just be feeling like the asshole when I'm on my phone and it's like you know me. If you if you don't know me enough to know that I'm going to watch football at your wedding, you shouldn't have invited me to your wedding because that means we're not close enough. Because anyone who really knows me knows that I'm gonna be checking the score, and that's no yes. disrespect to your love, but like you know. Yeah, like, so I uh, yeah I was happy I I was able to enjoy myself. Well, I, I was thinking about it. I was like, I brought my I brought my AirPods. I thought about putting one in my ear and just listening to one game, but I was like, you know what, nah. nah. 
Yeah, well, I, I mean, a bit more. yeah, I definitely did that at that baby shower that we went to. I was watching the game the whole time. I had no asking me for the score. No, I've done that before. Like I said, I've I've been at uh, Halloween parties and pulled my phone out and was watching the game. I've been I was at baby watching, showers and done it. When we went to Orange Soda, I pulled out the I pulled out my phone because it was a good game. That's right. <laughs> I was on the dance floor. Like that's right. Yeah. Because I kept checking ESPN. <laughs> like, I care about dancing right now. Football. Was yeah, football was on. Yeah, and I already, totally. I think it was, it was cold as hell. It rained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching football. Absolutely. That was funny. Yeah. I don't um, care. And most of the time, I don't care. No, uh, I took my brother on like a recruiting visit kind of thing. It was mm-hmm. not the best. Some people do not organize things well. I was on the sideline of their game watching the Ohio State game. I don't have no shame. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? Like, you're not Ohio right. State, and this is not my recruiting visit. This is his recruiting visit. I'm, this is his. Like, it, I'm missing I don't the have game to, to bring him here. Like, that shows my level of commitment to my little brother, but, like, I'm still going to watch the game. Stop playing with my emotions. Like, what are right. we doing here? He, he got to he this is for him talk to him yeah right like, <laughs> you can ask me what the score is but like, honestly that's I, i'm it. also like that's my brother i'm also not his parent so like i really don't need all of this stuff like he grown he 19 yeah oh yeah you'll be fine yeah so, that's i'm just him. there that's on him yeah i'm just there to make sure you're not doing nothing stupid you know what i'm saying and provide the ride um but yeah, that's funny. I ain't. I heard it was some good games though. I'm sorry. I'm upset. I missed it. I saw no. some highlights. I was like, "Oh, a pretty decent game. Decent games." Yeah, no, it definitely was. Definitely was. Um, which wonderful. So let's let's get into some news really quick. This is going to be another quick episode because. I have life things to take care of. Um, Pat Fitzgerald is suing for like $150 million. He's not going to get $150 million. He's he's absolutely, he's absolutely getting, he's absolutely about to get a settlement because Northwestern handled this wrong. Um, They, for for those of you who kind of sort of been paying attention. That's so much money. Yeah. When basically he's suing for basically like damages and future earnings loss because he had like 70 mil left on his deal and then I guess he's basically saying, like, people aren't going to want to hire me, so I'm not going to get another job. And y'all messed up, so I want damages. He's 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 going to get a check of, like, 50 mil, right? But he's definitely going fault, to get it. Yeah, but no, but that's the thing. It's yeah. his fault. It's, it's like still, the future earnings part is the hilarious because it's like, that's, your, that's on you. Right. But he's going to win because they didn't do the thing that Michigan stuff. State did. Which is so basically in these contracts, when you go to fire someone for cause, you have to do this thing called due process. And so each contract is a little different, but you have to say, you know, I'm going to fire you. You get X amount of time to prove that I shouldn't fire you. And if they don't do that, then it like voids the deal. So Mm. Northwest uh, Michigan State's contract was like a week, seven days. That makes sense supposedly, according to Twitter, because I didn't read the whole thing, but according to the lawsuit, 
his contract was 60 days. So technically, even if they have the intent to fire him, yeah, technically, even if they have the intent to fire him, they can't fire him for 60 days. They have to give him time and his lawyers to present proof that he didn't actually do what they're alleging. And Northwestern Mm. didn't do that because they are a non-serious program and they have a horrible administration and they probably didn't know that was in his contract. So despite the fact that they were right to fire him and he needed to get fired, they didn't do it the correct way for his contract. So they're going to pay him money. Like he's going to come up out of this and have the best job in America, which is a fired football coach with money. And... The thing about it, the thing that if he still wants to coach, which I don't know why these people want to coach so bad when they get old and they're bad at the job, is he's going to get sympathy because now he can go to a job interview and say, even though it's going to be semantics because they didn't fire him for the wrong reason, they just handled it wrong, he's going to get to go into a job interview and say, oh, it was a wrongful termination. I won my case. And someone's going to be like, oh, he didn't deserve to be fired. So we can hire him. He didn't do anything wrong. Because legally, that's basically what he's going to be able to say when he when he gets this settlement. And so Northwestern just, like, they just messed this thing up every, every but single But isn't way. there still an investigation? Yeah, but that may, well, technically, and there's lawsuits and stuff, but that mm-hmm. stuff may... And that stuff may not happen before he gets another job. You know what I mean? True. Like that stuff takes so long. He could get another job. And then it's like, they fire him for something that he did somewhere else. Like it's just basically he's winning. Like he's going to win this. Like he's losing because that's his alma mater. And that was his dream job. And so like, he does not get to do that job anymore, but as a whole, he's winning. Oh, I promise you, we're gonna see him on Lane Kiffin's de- uh, defensive. Uh, uh we're not. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Uh, we'll get to that mm-hmm. when we get to Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin's not smart enough to do that. Mm-hmm. He should. He's not smart enough to do that. So that's that. Uh, Pat Fitzgerald gets to haze a bunch of seventeen-year-olds and then get up with like he's. If I had to guess, he said it at one fifty. There, I think they're probably going to settle for less than his buyout. So he's I think he's gonna get a smooth fifty to sixty mil. That sounds about right. Which is his bio was eighty, right? Something like that, yeah. I get them mm-hmm. mixed up because there's so many bad coaches with large buyouts, but it was pretty significant. Like he had a decent amount of money on there, I think. Oh hey, that might have been um No, that no, Mel's was eighty. I think his maybe been like sixty. Or so it was still mm-hmm. a lot. But, like, we didn't really know his contract because they're the only private university in the Big Ten, so they don't have to share it. But we found out that he did also get a contract extension in 2020. Almost everyone who got a contract extension in 2020 is getting fired. And, fired. and not yep. even just in the Big Ten, everywhere. Like, all everyone the people who did like good that, that year. And it's like they're almost all of them are bad. Now mm-hmm. and it's the like, only one that didn't the oh uh, the only one that oh because he didn't have an actual good 2020 year because I was gonna say Jim Harbaugh no he had a horrible 2020 year yeah <laughs> and now look at him <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah so crazy um uh, next thing in the news section the Big Ten released their 2024 schedule they made of course had to make some minor changes it's not like wholesale changes although there are some like pretty distinct changes but they had to make some changes because obviously Oregon and Washington are coming now. I have one overarching thing to say about the schedule because I really don't care that much. I hate what they did with Ohio State. I think it's, 
I think it's really dumb. I think it's really stupid. And I don't remember if we had USC the first time and they changed it or if we'd never had it and it was always dumb. I could have sworn you had USC. I thought we did too. You didn't. I think you had so, UCLA. I don't think you had USC. Yeah, I don't remember. But either way, we don't play USC until 25 and 27. And so we have to wait three years to get no, it was yeah, it was only supposed to be two something, but like and that was dumb, but now we have to wait three years to get a game between the two best teams, and then it's not even a home and home, it's a year on and then a year off. That's dumb. Yeah. That's very, very dumb to me. Like they should be playing year one, and even if you don't want to play at year one because you think boo-hoo, that's not fair to them or whatever. Three years into the conference, and sure, maybe I doubt it because he will get to this, but he won't hire defense. Like maybe we get it in a conference championship, but we're probably not. So we have to wait three years to watch Ohio State play USC. That's the that is the literal single biggest game that you can create in this conference. Like no disrespect to nobody else, they're big games, they're good teams, but that is the yeah, that single was be- biggest game that was- you can create. If I'm remembering this correctly, 2024 was UCLA, 2025 was USC, and that that could be and right. now right. it's now it's Oregon, UCLA, and then 2026 USC. And I think it's 20. Is it 2026? Oh yeah, 2026, 2026 is the first. Yes, yeah, so it's 2026, and then it's 2028, which is even worse mm. than what I said. That's awful. Mm-hmm. That is just that is. No, so. 2027. You it's back to back. Hold on. So 2026, that's that season, you face them at USC. 2027, you face them in uh, OSU. Did I see that wrong? Do we play them three years in a row then? Um, no. What are you reading? I'm looking at the schedule. And you go right back to UCLA. USC, Ohio State is 2027. USC, Ohio State, 26. Okay, so I was wrong about not playing them back-to-back. I don't know how I messed that up. But we still don't play them till 26 and 27. That's dumb. Yeah, 20, yeah. It was supposed to be, it was supposed to be only two years, but now it's three. That's awful. Why yeah. would you do that? Why would you do that? You should have just did USC, UCLA. Or just did USC this year. The, yeah. the next year, twenty twenty four. Exactly. I know you like. I know you like the Oregon Ohio State uh, rivalry because y'all faced each other a few times. That might be the only reason. But at that point, might as well have them go play face two play two teams. Have them face both. I mean, if, if that's the case, yeah, do that. But because that's my thing, and that's one of the points that I'm making. We just saw Ohio State Oregon. It's a great mm-hmm. game, but we just saw it. Why do we need to see it again? Sure, it wasn't in the conference, but we just saw it. Like we did, like, and it was yeah. two years in a row, or maybe it was a one and done. I, I think it was one, one. I don't think it was two years in a row, but I think there was it was it was twice. There was a missing year there. Oh no no no! So we played them twice recently. I think I just think that it was spread out. Yeah, it that's what I'm saying. It there wasn't was, back. There was yeah. there was yeah. There was a there was a year that you didn't, and then you faced them again. Yeah, because you I'm got the L and then got the win. If I'm remembering correctly, I'm gonna Google it just to be sure. But because it wasn't like Notre Dame, which this year where we did back to back. Yeah. Um, but it's because like didn't didn't it went, wait wait because didn't it you did Notre Dame and Oregon in the same year last year? 
Honestly, I'm, I'm, stuff like that. I don't really remember. To be I don't, clear. man. <laughs> uh, where? I do know y'all faced Oregon when we were in, when I was in Miami, because I remember watching that game. Is that the one we lost? Mm-hmm. Here's history. Uh, let's see. When was this? When was this? This was 2020. Before the 2021. We didn't play them last year. So, let's see. What is going on? Wasn't last year. Did y'all face them twice? Maybe. Why would we only do one game? It feels like it's been twice, though, because I feel like you got a rematch and got the W. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. This is weird. Yeah, I'm lost. When's the last time we played? 2010? Did we play in 2020? There are so many websites that tell you this, and now that I'm looking at it, they're not showing me what I'm trying to see. And I'm just like, bro, like this doesn't make I just sense. need past record. I just need past schedules. And there's like wins wins Wikipedia and all of this stuff. Like it exists so many times and it has okay. So regardless, we did not. Somehow this was a one and done. Maybe it was something where we played them in 2021 and then we were supposed to play them in the future and they canceled it or something. I don't know. I don't know why we would have why Oregon would have agreed to only play us once and in Columbus. But the last time we played them was in 2015. Hmm. Which was in the college football playoff. See now, yeah, I'm lost. Like, and that's not my decision to make. I don't know. Like, there had to be a game canceled, or it had to be like further down, or something that like some that doesn't make sense to me. Wow, I pull up Ohio State, uh, USC, and Winsipedia comes up immediately. Like, what are we doing here, bro? Like, what is going? Like, what? <laughs> okay, whatever. So we played USC and. 2017, which I don't remember that game, but we played USC in 2017. But before that, we hadn't played them since 2009. So we played Oregon in 2010, 15, and 21. So we played them more recently. I think that's a very fun game. I think it's cool. But why would you give us that if we just played it two years ago and and not give us USC, who we haven't played in 2017? And that was in a bowl game where players opt out and stuff. We haven't played USC in a regular season game since 2009. Yeah. Why wouldn't you give us that? It's dumb. It's dumb. I don't like it. But whatever. I mean, we don't like there's only so much you can do when you play the schedule game and stuff like that. But ultimately yeah. I'm excited because the schedule is going to be fun. We're going to get some real games. We're gonna get some fun. So many teams. Yeah. Michigan's schedule next year is awful. They better hope Ooh, that they, they got one of the worst. And like they're losing everyone. Like they're they gonna lose JJ, they're gonna lose almost their entire offensive line, they're losing both running backs, they're losing people on defense, and then they have to play Ohio State, uh, USC, Oregon, Texas, Washington. Like I think I think Jim Harbaugh's gone. <laughs> like I think Jim Harbaugh's gonna see that schedule and be like, Ooh. NFL teams, y'all need coaching. Because <laughs> they do. There are some teams that need some coaching. Because he still hasn't signed his contract extension. Mm-hmm. He's a, a defensive. Right now. He's more of a defensive coach, right? Harbaugh. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, no, okay. what did he coach? Quarterback? I don't know. 
he coached. No, yeah, that's right. Played. He was a quarterback yeah. coach. Yeah, because he played quarterback in the league. He he coaches right. offense like he like they're playing defense. So he, he yeah. that's probably why we think he's a defensive coach. And his brother's a defensive coach. So, yeah, his brother's definitely a yeah, defensive coach. It's, it's okay. just a little mixed All right, because, like, honestly and truthfully, like, the Steelers need an offensive coordinator, so I was just wondering. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm pretty sure he'd still be better than Matt Canada. I mean, absolutely. Um, Matt Canada is horrible. Like, I, it's, it's really making – really I'm, I'm starting to think we're winning games in spite of him. Like, like especially, like, offensive – plays i think when we win games in offensive plays it's in spite of him i don't know how you just come to that realization he's bad he's been bad for yeah. a while no i know he's been terrible but like sometimes i see like i see kenny pickett in our offense look good and i'm like it's it's this is has to be in spite of him because even yeah. the play calling still is bad so like yeah this all has well, to be in spite of him that's what ohio state did <laughs> so ohio state's been yeah. winning in spite of brian day so yeah, I know. Yeah. But all right, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we'll get back. We'll get into the games. We'll get into uh, players of the week. We'll do a quick review. We'll talk about why USC is never gonna have a good defense. Uh, my theory on this, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, so we'll be right back. All right, everyone, welcome back to fans. Fans First Sports Network. That is such a mouthful. Fans First Sports Network. <laughs> it's almost um, a tongue twister. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, it almost is. So let's let's run down the list of games very quickly, um, and let's talk about why you didn't have a good week. And I don't say that it's shade this time. I had to clarify. <laughs> I, do, I do purposely shade you a lot because it's funny. Um, but it's all, all good and fun. But this time I'm not. Oh, yeah, like, good. You just straight up had a bad week. And I know why you had a bad week. These teams just no respect. Uh, only, like I said beforehand, only the one. Only one the only one. Yeah. I think but again, crazy. I was almost there. Yeah. <laughs> which almost is, which, is, which is nuts. Like I saw the score and I was like, what the hell are they doing? Like I thought you were <laughs> so dumb for picking that. And then it almost came to fruition. Which is crazy because of other games that this team has won. Like, like, yep. College, college. Yeah, no, I promise you. Going into this week, I I saw this one and I was like, damn it. And then, yeah. uh, and then I saw the score and was like, damn oh, it. Wow. <laughs> like they, I was almost right. I was almost right. I was almost. It's I was like, almost when I'm right, it. I'm wrong. And when I'm wrong, I'm right because I could have been right. Mm-hmm. I could have been right. I I probably should have been right. I didn't see the yeah. game, so who knows? But I probably should have been right. I didn't see it either, and that's not one of the games that I'm going to try to rewatch. Side note: oh, Do you have an iPad? Uh, not anymore. No. Okay. Um, rewatching games on YouTube TV with an iPad is like one of the greatest things that I've ever like, experienced. Really. Yeah, mm-hmm. because doing it on a doing it on the TV is annoying because when you're trying to fast forward, like it messes up or it stops, it's weird or whatever. Oh, doing I probably can do it on my computer. Yeah, and you could probably yeah, you could probably do it on your computer, but the computer you it's still like a slight extra step because you need the mouse. But oh I mean, no, no, can, no, I have a touch can, screen. Oh, so okay, you're gonna have the same exact experience when you're mm-hmm. doing it and you're rewatching it, and all you have to do is hit the forward button. And to just skip through all the commercials and to skip through all the time when they're like talking and like they're just standing around or they're doing reviews and stuff like that. And you get to watch yeah. a full game in like an hour. Oh, it is so fun. Like it's mm-hmm. not, it's not, it is objectively not better than watching the game live. 
But when I'm trying to do the podcast and I'm trying to catch up on like things, like I oh, didn't yeah. get, I didn't watch the rest of the USC game. I'm gonna go catch up to where I was, and then I'm gonna watch the rest of that game in like 20 minutes because I got yeah, no, half time. It's mm-hmm. it's so great to just be like you skip all the commercials, you skip all the huddling, everything, and you it's just straight up. And it's the closest that you can get to, and you obviously know this. It's because you played football. It's the closest you can get to watching film, where they yeah. where it's only the cut ups. It's the closest you can get to watching film, and it's and, and a, so because I'm a sicko because I've done this on my phone. I I I rewind like I am watching film. Yeah. So I've like there was an too. Illinois game. There was an Illinois game I did that with, and I did it on my phone. But yep. it was just it's like, so you're I'm glad you told me that because I can do it right on this computer here. And yeah. Just scroll back. Yep. And so like I, you get to like rewind like big plays and like figure out what's going on. Like I watched one play like seven times um, <laughs> and when I was rewatching the Ohio State Notre Dame game because I couldn't figure out what they're teaching their defensive end. And that's a that's a different conversation for another day. Yeah. There's like um there's a there's an issue with Ohio State's defense, no matter how good it is. And the issue is simply their their line uh defensive line coach, Larry Johnson, hates the mm-hmm. defense that they're running. So his defensive ends do one thing and the linebackers do something else because it's not a cohesive defense. You know, no matter what they're doing. No matter who sets the edge, no matter who, whatever, when you call a defense, it's cohesive. If you want your linebackers to set the edge, which I think is dumb, but people do, your defensive line does one thing. If you want your defensive line to set the edge, the linebacker do one thing, and then the safety do something yeah. off of that. You know who goes into what gap for what you, reason like, because it, it takes design. care of things. It your your backup takes care of things that right. it take care of holes and it's a, created from what you're trying to scheme. Like it's it's exactly it's and all that doesn't happen with Ohio State's defense because the defensive line isn't doing what the rest of the defense is doing because the coach hates the defense. And so I was watching it and I'm like, why is he doing this? Like no one, like based on what the rest of the defense is doing, he should, this is not his job. And it's just very like, and I, I, I watched you it. Sure it's just, you sure it's not just him messing up that nope. play? Nope. Because I did it for some other plays. And I was like, no, this is, it's, this it's is bad defense? technique. Hmm. Yeah. It's bad technique. And it doesn't make sense. And it has like it has to be coached. Like it, the only way it makes sense. Because if it wasn't coached, there's no way he would still be playing. So like one of one of the things is, so like you, I'm gonna explain it because some people may not, but you remember what spill technique is, right? Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, like the individual things and i actually had to mention this on twitter because someone was like the defensive ends don't set the edge and i was like yeah you're thinking of defense as a singular thing where every defensive end sets the edge and that's just not how everyone's taught so there are two ways essentially to be a defensive end there's really more but there's really two they're setting the edge which is you stay on the outside you don't let anyone pass you and your job is to force the ball carrier inside to where your help is that's setting the edge Spill technique as a defensive end is your job is to blow up the play and you want essentially to make the person bounce outside. I don't like it because why do you want them to bounce outside? It only works if you have. Well, because then at that point, yeah, because at that point, your cornerback has to set the edge. Yeah, well, and so it depends on the defense. A lot of people do yeah. uh, spill and replace with the linebacker. 
I, what, what I think Ohio State is trying to do at times. Some some teams do this strong safety too. Right, and that's what I think Ohio State is doing. Although it's a little mm-hmm. disjointed, but um, but the okay, I will be fair. The benefit to the spill technique though is either your defensive end makes a tackle in the backfield, which Ohio State has done a couple of times, like the big play against Notre Dame. That happened because of spill technique. Because if he was leveraging, if he was trying to maintain the the edge, he wouldn't have got back there fast enough. And it also helps with like quarterback options and pitches because you can just run straight to the quarterback. You don't have to put quarterback. The yeah. So there's a benefit to it. I just don't like it. Um, so when it's so, when it's option, that's usually when the the safety takes care of the edge. Yeah, and then he's watching like, the running back. And it like it can it can, if it's done right, it can lead to big plays because the entire thing is to stretch the play out. So when like someone's pulling or something like that, and you run straight to the backfield, either you make the play or you make them run outside. And the thought is, if they have to run outside, it takes longer. And then your linebacker or safety gets to come down and make a play at the line of scrimmage. The problem is if they miss that tackle, there's nothing but green field, uh, green grass, green field, whatever. And they could run for a long time if you don't make that solo tackle. Whereas with um, setting the edge, you are sending them to the help where there are five other people inside. Yep. But setting the edge leads to less tackles for losses and big plays because that, you know, it's just a longer thing. So regardless, uh, I don't even know where I got on this. Ohio State doesn't set the edge. That's not what they have the defenders do. And so I was watching a Notre Dame game, and even I still think they're doing spill technique wrong. And I know couch coaching, whatever, whatever. But they are turning their back. And so sometimes they come up so fast like there's been multiple times where like they've come in so fast that the guy who was supposed to be like kicking them out runs past them and then mm-hmm. he just turns around and pushes them in the back. Because it's just like, oh, you're not where I thought you were, but you're still in bad position. So I'm still going to block you. And it doesn't make the running back run outside. It just creates a secondary hole because you came yeah. in too fast, too quick. And now your back is turned because you didn't stay square to the line of scrimmage and you're just blocked differently than what they hope to block you, but you're still being blocked. That's got to be hoping they get in the sack. That's got to be just sack hungry at that point. Right. And that's, and that, but that's not how the rest of the defense is playing. Yeah. So it, it creates holes where the linebackers are doing one thing because they expect the ball to go here and the D line is doing something else. And there's no one to like defense is about making someone right. Like whoever the if the focal point is the linebackers, the DNs make them right. If the focal point is the DN, the linebackers make them right. And then the safeties make everyone right. And in Ohio State's defense, despite how good it is, because it's it's sound and they're doing good things and they have good players, there's not a lot of people making each other right which leads to them getting gassed at certain times because there's not a cohesion because the defensive line coach is doing whatever the hell he wants to. It's got to be. So then, like, why are you there? Because he's Larry Johnson, and he's 70, and he's a legend, and Ryan Day is scared to fire him. So, which, I mean, it's fair. There's going to be a lot of Buckeye fans who, like, hear even the thought of firing him and going to stop listening to the podcast. But he is not buying into the defense, and it is hurting the defense. 
in a way that, and this is going to sound dumb because they have a great defense, but the way their defense is playing, they could be the number one defense in the nation if the defensive line was doing what everyone else was doing instead of being number six. And people are going to say, boo-hoo, they're number six. That's still really good. Yeah, it's good until you play Michigan and you actually need to defend the run the same way. And if you're not, yeah. Michigan puts up 200 fucking yards on you. Like, yeah, yeah, very it's true. going to very matter true. eventually. <laughs> like, that's the problem. Or you just, or um, you you just run into a team that just got you that day. Yeah, because their offense, because like your offense might not even be there. So now your defense ain't there, and your offense not there. Now you're losing to a team you definitely shouldn't have lost to. And we almost that like you'll be mad. You'll be of course mad and pissed off that you lost to Michigan. But again, Michigan's a contender, so you know what? It's Michigan. But if you lose to a team you shouldn't be losing to because you can't protect the run, now you're really pissed. Like Penn State, because Penn Mm -hmm. State hasn't run the ball well all year. Yeah, but that'll be the day. Exactly. That'll like, be the day. Like, that's the thing. Like, and then again, he, the quarterback, he'll, you don't, that running game starts. Now he's comfortable. Now they might, they also haven't thrown the ball deep at all this year. Now they're mm-hmm. running game, but you know who didn't throw the ball deep? Michigan. You know who did against us? Michigan. Because, like, it just, so it, it, it just, just opens it up because now everybody who's worried about the run, I can throw this one. Yeah, so it, it just yeah, creates a like, problem that you're not – and that's the thing with Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State, whatever. The problems don't exist when you're playing teams that are lesser talented than you. But as soon as you play someone that can exploit it – And then the thing is they still do exist. They're there. Yeah, it's just they can't – they're just not – they're not enough to beat you. They're not going to always exploit it. They're going to exploit yeah. it sometimes, but not all the time. And then again, Notre Dame almost did it. It's just Notre Dame yeah. can be exploited. But Notre Dame is also a little bit more equal talent. Yeah, they got exploited as well. That's the thing. Yeah, it just happened. It just they. But Maryland lost because we had more talent than them. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame lost because their coach is soft and just couldn't put the nail in the coffin. Yeah, like Maryland did everything they wanted to at half, and because they're less talented and their coach is still an idiot, we went into the game tied. Mm-hmm. Oh man, we should have been. Wait. I, speaking of idiot coaching, did Miami's coach get fired? Yes. No, he's not he going to, but he should. Oh my god, that he should have been that, fired. That is, the, that, that is the stupidest thing that I've night, ever, right yeah. then and there. As soon as it, as soon as it happened, as soon as the like, kid fumbled, <laughs> they should have been calling down like, "Fire him! He's fired." <laughs> yeah, like we don't need this. <laughs> we don't need this because I can't even. Because as a coach, as a coach, how you gonna be mad? How you gonna be mad at your player because he fumbled? You put him in that situation. And and you shouldn't have. Just you shouldn't have. You, should you shouldn't have. have. Not, teammates, my t- I couldn't even be mad at my teammate that he fumbled. I'm like, bro, I'm not even mad at you. Our coach that's is a regular, Yeah, that's a regular course of the game. Like, you don't mm-hmm. want him to fumble, but he also shouldn't have had the option he to shouldn't fumble. Have been, yeah, that should, it shouldn't have even been put in your hands. Our coach is stupid. Yeah. Just, you, yeah. Lost, you lost your team with that one play. Because you could tell, because they didn't even play defense for real. You lost nah, your team. Nah, they were done for it, bro. They were they were over. done. And then on top of that, the other decision was, hey, let's play soft coverage now and hope that it doesn't bite us. And it did. Of course it did. So um, we I don't like all these things were on the list to talk about the Ohio State game and stuff, but we did this so out of order because I still haven't read the scores for any of the other games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah, even yeah. read the score for that one. Um, but, yeah, whatever. So, 
Nebraska beat Illinois twenty to seven. Illinois is you're embarrassing me, dog. You're like, annoying. Like you're this annoying. is embarrassing. Like what are we doing here? Like that. Like even if we were wrong, and there was always a chance that we were be going to be wrong, and a lot of our belief was just that the West was going to be awful, and the West is awful. How are they the worst team in the West? Yeah, that's just annoying. Like the West I... is as bad as we thought, and they're just worse. They just started off. They started off slow, and just they just can't. They can't get in uh, out of their way. They beat right. Nebraska, which they should have done, but it's like they no, should... they just lost to Nebraska. Oh, oh my God, you're right. yeah, yeah. I'm, uh... you lost to Nebraska. Backup quarterback, Nebraska. Yeah, that's that's. I don't know. What's Twenty going to on, seven. Man. Didn't even put up a fight. Sick. Ohio State yeah. beat Maryland uh, 37 to 17. Uh, good teams cover is what they like to say. Because that is a <laughs> cover. Uh, I don't I don't bet. Uh, Wisconsin beat Rutgers 24-13. Iowa beat Purdue 20-14. Northwestern survived Howard 23-20. Michigan destroyed Minnesota 52-10. USC Sheesh. survives because Arizona's like coaching is soft and didn't know the rules to overtime and didn't go for two when everyone knew that he should have. They survived 43 to 41 and UCLA wins 25, 17 over Washington state. Here's my thing. And I'll never understand this. Why don't coaches understand that you don't want to give the ball back to certain people. And just two pride. Two it's the same. It's pride. I have pride. That's and, truly and what it is. And, and, and here's the other simple math. Two plus two equals four. What's the best unit on USC? Their offense. What's the worst? Their defense. Their so defense. what do you have a better job, a better chance of doing? Do you have a better chance of scoring against their defense or stopping their offense? Quickly. True. Yeah, Why would you true. not go for two? Why would you give their offense the ball again? And then also that game was so revealing because Arizona's defense is okay. That UC, that USC offensive line might be <laughs> garbage. Like it might yeah. be really bad because they were. Caleb I mean, running they, for his life. He's running for his like not even even like they only had four Some sacks, but it's fault, but like but it yeah, of course of course but it, they only had four sacks. It seemed like so many more. Yeah, it well, seemed the, like that's the thing about the Caleb Williams experience. He had four sacks, some of which was his fault, but he mm-hmm. didn't have eight sacks because of him. Like, that's the thing. It's like you could have had less than four, but you also mm. could have had more than four because of Caleb Williams. And it's just like a, such a weird thing to live in because, like, he didn't need to take that sack. And then two players is how the hell didn't he take that sack? So, yeah. The Caleb Williams it's, experience. It's, man, that office line couldn't hold up. And Arizona's offensive line couldn't hold up because it made USC's defensive line look good. And I know well, it's so not the, good. The thing is, USC is a very, like, because they send a lot of funky blitzes and stuff. They mm. get a lot of tackles for losses and a lot of sacks. They've always done that. They just don't do anything else. Like, if they don't get a sack, you're going to score, basically. Like, See, that's their was, defense. They, they was getting cooked. Again, they gave up 41, and it should have yeah, been more. to Arizona. And I think, and, 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 and yeah, so just. And I mean, Arizona looks nice on offense. I think they might be scaring someone in a maybe later on in their life. I don't know. 
Yeah, but we'll see. They look. They, USC USC is going to lose two games, and, all, and it's they, coming up. They're losing three, minimum. <laughs> they might lose four, and I'm not joking. I'm not just saying that. They should already those. have two L's. Yeah, and guess who they play the next two weeks? Notre Oregon Dame and Utah back to back. Oh, <laughs> they play Notre Dame. Utah oh, they're back to back. They're losing to Utah for real, for real. Yeah, and they might lose to Notre Dame too. They, they I, I don't know, Notre Dame. Notre Dame just got smacked. So yeah, but here's the thing, right? The thing with Notre Dame, okay, they got smacked, but it was their third tough game in a row, and now that they got smacked, they're gonna go get to play. The so it's gonna be a hard game, but it's the mm-hmm. least tough opponent that they've had in this four game stretch. So you know what Notre Dame's gonna be able to do? They're gonna be able to lean on them, which they haven't yeah. been able to do against everyone, anyone else. Everyone's like, oh, they leaned on Ohio State. No, they didn't. Two drives out of seven or eight. That's not really like they were very impressive drives, but they could do that the whole game against USC. Who's stopping mm-hmm. them? Yeah. So and they're going to be embarrassed because they just lost and they're going to be angry unless yeah. they just give up and, and they can get after the to. and they can get after the quarterback too. Yeah. So. so I I think that like Notre Dame like I think if their defense can limit a little bit I think Notre Dame could win this game passing the ball like fifteen times and running thirty five. And just like yeah, how are they, like, they going to stop? I don't stop know them? if I want the ball in that quarterback's hands. No. That much. Put them on the bench. Put them on the not bench. Not after that game. Not after that last game. If you can, if you, oh, we just said Ohio State's defense is good. If you can have 10, 15 play drives that go six to eight minutes against Ohio State, why can't you do that against USC? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. True. Very true. Very so true. I think, I think Notre Dame will, I think Notre Dame will win the game unless they, unless they're just so physically exhausted and tired and they're like mentally broken from, a tough loss to Ohio State and then getting blew up by Louisville. If they if they show up, they win. If they don't show up because it's like, boo hoo, woe is me, you know, then you know they'll lose. But and that's gonna if they do that, they just need to fire the coach right now. Yeah, true. Like if that if that's how, if that if that's how they show up, it's just like you can't save this. It's just time to fire the coach because they can say it's they can save their season by beating USC, and USC is beatable. They just showed oh, very much so. They've showed it's two, three Multiple weeks times. in a row. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So you went four and four uh, this week. I think this is the worst week that you've ever had in three years. So it happens. Um, and I went seventy-one. So adding some, getting some. You, I, I honestly, that was my more. That was probably my most um, risky week week I've yeah. ever put out there. And, and it, it all happened in one off. week. Yeah. Yeah, and I almost pulled it off. <laughs> Can't be mad at that. Yeah. Uh some of your day, picks I kind of know football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So offensive player of the game, I ate offensive player of the week, Marvin Harrison Jr., eight catches for 163 yards and a touchdown. And it should have been more if Ohio State's quarterback didn't have a noodle arm. And you think I'm playing when I when I rewatch the game. I'm going to like, I'm going to rewatch it. I'm going to send you one of the passes that I'm talking about. That's literally a walk-in touchdown. Marv is so far behind. Marv is so 
far ahead of the dude and he literally has to stop running but he's so far ahead the dude still can't catch up to make a play on the ball all he can do is tackle damn and he just didn't he just didn't throw it strong enough all right i'll I'll be waiting on it i'm sure you're not wrong i've seen a lot of quarterbacks have noodle arms Yeah, it's not so. going to be good going forward. <laughs> no, I mean, like it's unless he get he's got to get stronger, and of course he, he should, that could happen. The uh, there, uh, I don't know, man. I'm I'm just gonna leave it alone. I'm gonna leave it alone. I don't have nothing to say about it. There, are, there are ways to to do it. He's made a lot of big time. Yeah. Shows. Oh um, yeah, yeah. It it's it's one of those things where it's good enough, right? And it hasn't looked that bad, but there mm-hmm. were two plays today. Like, and it just happened that they both happened to be in the same game, and they both would have been touchdowns if he could have put more on it. That it just made it even more like noticeable. Mm-hmm. Um, and you worry that that's going to cause a problem later. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like at the end of the day, Kyle McCord's a good quarterback, right? Like. He is still a draftable quarterback after two years. He plays well. He would look a lot better if Ryan Day played to his strengths, which he hasn't Mm. done. It's just Ohio State has had three elite quarterbacks, and he's good. I think Kyle McCord has a chance to be better than – I think right now I would still take him over J.J. McCarthy. Like, I think he's good. He's just not what Ohio State has had. And when – it, like, there are a hundred teams in the country that would play Kyle McCord. The difference is there were a hundred and twenty-eight teams in the country that would play CJ Stroud. True. That's the difference. You know what I mean? Like, everyone would have wanted CJ Stroud except USC and Alabama. <laughs> there are Very more. True. Teams that, there are more teams in that. Not Oklahoma, maybe. No, Oklahoma would have taken two well, I mean, one of those years, I mean, probably not. Well, because mm. Lane Kiffin was there for uh, mm. CJ Stroud's no, first I year, th- right? No, I th- and no, they had what's they had. They, that's not when Jalen Hurts was there. No, that wasn't uh, his freshman year. No, no. okay, mm-hmm. okay. Um, CJ Stroud's first year was Spencer Rattler, and then Caleb Williams came in. Um, in like week seven or eight, but he was a freshman, mm-hmm. so Caleb Williams would have never played if CJ Stroud was there because he wouldn't have taken over from Spencer Rattler, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have taken over from CJ Stroud midseason like he did Spencer Rattler. Gotcha, okay. But like, I, if it was I, today, if CJ was still in college today, he probably would be fine with Caleb Williams, but at that time, he would have taken CJ Stroud. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And I think he takes CJ Stroud over Jalen, college Jalen over college Baker. Like he takes CJ over both of them too. Um, at the time. Maybe. No. Stroud college Baker a, did win a Heisman. Yeah, but he wasn't a better quarterback. Like. He, he was a winner at Oklahoma. No, no, no. I, Right. I'm not saying he wasn't a good quarterback. I'm saying he could not then and still can't now do what C.J. Stroud can do. And 
he would have if CJ Stroud was there, he would have picked CJ Stroud over Baker. Not that he regrets Baker or that Baker didn't work out. It clearly did. But CJ Stroud would have started over every quarterback that Lincoln Riley's ever had, except probably Caleb Williams. And CJ Stroud would have started over, I think, every Bama quarterback, including Tua, except Bryce Young. Like that, like I just think that they're a, a level above. Yeah. But yeah, whatever. Because, but in the same instance, but I think Bryce Young would have started over Tua and Jalen if given the chance, like if they were in the same class. Um. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Because you gotta you gotta remember some of the things with Jalen and stuff like that. Some of that is mm-hmm. recency bias because of how good he is in the league. In the NFL, he wasn't yeah. that in college, which is why Tua took his job and he had to transfer. Mm-hmm. So, um, even though the same what happened to Tua happened to Jalen, like he he had to take over and win a, a national championship game. Yeah, he took over he late and he was crazy. good. They just but, took yeah. over from each other. But mm-hmm. then, but even after that, they still committed to Tua, even though he. Jalen came back in and won the national championship for him. So, yeah. Um, I 80 defensive player of the week, Josh Proctor, two Ohio State guys, because they saved Ohio State's game. Um, basically, straight up. Josh Proctor had the the best, the most important pick six I've ever seen. <laughs> like, if he doesn't get this pick six, Ohio State might lose the game. And that's not joking. Like, that changed all the momentum in the game. It allowed Ohio State to have some semblance of confidence, which they didn't deserve, by going in the half 10-10. Because they didn't score an offensive touchdown until, like, middle of the third quarter. If, if, oh, if, wow. Yeah, like, if like that was their only points. If you – and then – so, and here's the thing, right? So, Maryland comes out at half and scores immediately on their first drive. So, let's oh. say it, let's say it's 10-3. to three. No pick six is 10 and then they three. come out and they do and seventeen they do to three, and now it's seventeen to three. Ohio State loses that game. Probably like that is one of the most pivotal pick sixes I've ever seen, and that's not as an Ohio State fan that as an Ohio State fan, but also just in football of a that's big football. team that almost loses a game. And this is one of the first games Ohio State has played where I thought that they were going to lose. Like Ohio State has messed around with some teams, and it's like, like, it's like, man, they're playing awful, but like. I don't think they're going to lose the game. They're still playing awful. And this game at times, I was like, no, Ohio State's going to lose this game. It it literally wasn't until the pick six and then Maryland messes up the field goal. And I literally tweeted it. I was like, this half showed me that Maryland can't win this game. Like Maryland did everything that they needed to do and it's tied 10-10. They're losing. But up until that pick six, I told I told everyone at the recruiting visit, like Ohio State's gonna lose this game. Like Maryland is doing everything, they're doing nothing. And that play, that defensive play, like shifted momentum. Yeah. It was huge. Um mm. like no funny Ohio. I think Ohio State loses the game without the pick six. It's just I don't think they can recover mentally. And I think Maryland goes in because you give up the pick six and then you miss the chance at a field goal, and you like you go into the locker room and you're like, we gave them our best punch and it's tied. So I think Maryland feels down a little bit emotionally instead of being on that emotional high um, and stuff like that. Kalua, mm-hmm. you know, feels bad because he just threw a pick six when they could have had a chance to put their foot on Ohio State's throat. Like, it was huge. Like, so, shout out to Josh Proctor. Fair enough. Uh, if you're an Ohio State fan. If you're not an Ohio State fan, I'm sure you hate that. But I understand. Um, AP. 
AP ranking. Georgia one, Michigan two, Ohio State three, Florida State. Well, why am I? I'm only supposed to read Ohio, the Big Ten stuff. Michigan two, Ohio State three, Penn State six, Washington seven, Oregon eight, USC ten. All of those teams are teams that Michigan has to play next year. Crazy. Uh, UCLA so eighteen, and that's it. Maryland's still not ranked. And they're definitely not going to be ranked after a loss. I know, but still, it's um, only one loss, and it's to Ohio State. Yeah, they hate Maryland because Maryland should have been a top twenty-five team. But they should have. That should have been a top twenty-five. Miami, Miami is still ranked after what they did, but Maryland's not. And they're both four. Well, Miami's four and one. Maryland is five and one. Because again, that, that that at least Maryland should have been ranked going into the Ohio State game, and then should have mm-hmm. just stayed ranked after losing. Yeah, because they should have been like twenty, and then with some other teams losing and stuff, they could have fell to like twenty five. Mm-hmm. I would have gave them just twenty two, because then it would have been like you lost to the number what three team. Okay, yeah, like, like it was still impressive, and you and you still had a pretty good game. All right, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but AP rankings suck, so. Whatever. Uh, preview next week: Illinois at Illinois play Maryland. Michigan State plays Rutgers. U- UMass plays Penn State. Indiana at Michigan. Iowa at Wisconsin. Ohio State at Purdue. USC at Notre Dame. Oregon at Washington. Oh my God, that's that's gonna be a good one. I can't wait for that game, dog. USC at Notre Dame and Oregon at Washington, and then we get UCLA at Oregon State. This Those is are the start. three game, three great yeah. games. This is the start to the real Pac-12 season. Every week after this is going to have banger after banger after banger in the Pac-12. I'm so excited for this. Like, I'm so excited. Um, it's going to be so fun. For them. For them. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, for us, like, everyone wins. Like, everyone Oh, yeah, wins. no, it's going to be great. Except, Except the Pac-12, because this is going to be the be- the greatest season the Pac-12's ever had, and it's their last season. And then it's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> then it's going to die. It's That's so, so sad, crazy. Bro. That's crazy. That's how that happened. But what can you do when you have bad leadership? I see. Yeah. One of the worst games to watch, but the best game in the Big Ten is Iowa at Wisconsin, because the winner of that game probably wins the West. And it's yeah. funny because those are traditionally the two quote unquote powers in the West. Um, and they're at very they're different still. points than what they're normally at, but they're still like, it's just like even having bad seasons, they're still far and away the best teams in the West. Like it's just, it's, it's just kind of crazy how the West kind of shakes out sometimes. Yeah. Um, but that is probably, unless something crazy happens, that's a winner take all for the big 10 West. For the right to get beat the fuck up, and honestly, the West, the West, the West can easily something can go wrong easily. So yeah, so um, I still think somehow like I was gonna mess around and win ten games because the West is so bad. Like this might be the last game that they lose, and it's just crazy to me. Is there nah, such a, just, such I, a that off team. that that offense has to be the reason they have to lose more games because of that offense. But who? And didn't they, wait, what's the name is still hurt, right? Or no? Yes, okay. yes. Oh yeah, bro. Come and on, but these teams don't want to beat them. Like that's the crazy thing. They just don't. They don't want to beat them. Purdue should have beat them. 
Yeah, they Purdue should have beat. Yeah, and they did Yeah. Um. Any aside from the 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 Pac-12 games, which are just amazing, is there any of these games that you're excited for? Um. Illinois, Maryland. Again, I think I'm still just. I think I I just won't give up on Illinois. I'm just hoping they give them a good game. Like turn it around at least and just don't fully give up on your season. Um, so I'm actually excited for that game, but for a different reason. Because of Maryland. Yep. I think yeah, that Mar- I said it, I said it before. I think that Maryland is the fourth best team in the conference. And I think that they're far and away, like they're putting a gap between them. And this is mm-hmm. a game where Maryland has to come out and say, hey, we lost to a better team, but we're still better than everybody else. And, yeah, play everybody else. Football and blow them out. Because that's the mark of that's the mark of Maryland actually changing and and actually getting having a chance to be what they want to be and not just being this team that still stumbles to seven and five. Yeah, Um, because like I genuinely think Maryland could be nine and zero. And the way that they played Ohio State, why couldn't they beat Penn State? I'm not predicting. I'm still not predicting it. But Penn State has some flaws, just like Ohio State does. Why can't they learn from the Ohio State loss and beat Penn State? And if they yeah. go out and and dog, um, and dog Illinois, it's it brings some intrigue back into the when they play Penn State. If they yeah. don't, and it's like okay, Maryland is still a step below. This is not going to be the year that they upset one of these teams, and it just they go nine and three, and, and maybe they lose a game that they shouldn't. They go eight and four, and it's the same Maryland that we've always seen. Not the year. This is not the year that we thought that they would be better. So I, I give you that. I give you that. Other than that, that might be the only game. Maybe yeah. Ohio State Purdue, but maybe if that was two years ago. Yeah, definitely. Someone tried to yeah. tell me like Ohio State's going to Purdue. Nothing's bad to happen there, and I'm like, yeah, but the coach that orchestrated a lot of that just beat Notre Dame. Yeah, that Louisville, and boy, are they glad to have him. You remember the mm-hmm. whole thing with that, right? Like he's the mm-hmm. native son. They've been trying to get him to Louisville for years, for years and he wouldn't go. And Louisville hated their coach, but they wouldn't fire him. And they didn't have to fire him because he quit to go be the coach at Cincinnati. Cincinnati yep. now sucks. And Louisville gets the coach that they've wanted for 10 years. And now they're six and zero with the with the win over uh Notre Dame. Dame, yep. Louisville is living their best life, man. He's such a he is such a good coach. And in the ACC, which is just not the same as some of these other conferences, man, he's gonna win mm. the ACC one of these years. He might fuck around and do it this year. I was about to say he might do it this year. Could you Honestly, imagine him winning? Could you imagine back to back years he wins the Big Ten West at a team that should never win the Big Ten West, and then in his first year in the ACC, he wins the ACC. Mm. That would be I, I'm I, I'm actively rooting for that to happen now. I, I think be, it might. That would be great. I think it might because uh, the ACC there's so many vulnerable teams that that only looks like the one that's that it could be dominating everybody. Yeah, good. like it's still like you know, North North Carolina is always beatable. So it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be can they beat Florida State? But Florida State is shown to be vulnerable. Yeah, so. it's gonna be fun. fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I don't have a real singles game of the week, but you you had mentioned one. Do you, do you want to throw that up there? Or do you just want to have a no singles game? Because I don't think there's genuinely a singles game. Of the week. Yeah, I said like maybe Indiana, Michigan, but that's fine. Right? Yeah, 
like you could call it one, but like, yeah, yeah. Mm. it's okay. We don't, we don't have a sickos game of the week unless we could just find a game. I mean, just so I, I I did get reminded that we used to do sickos game nationally as well, and we mm-hmm. forgot about that. So there's probably yeah. a bunch of sickos games, but uh, where are we at? We're right under an hour. We're just gonna get out of here. Um, so my enough. pit stop, my pit stop is very quick. Um, AI for job searching is the best thing that's ever happened. I just like, I just wrote a cover letter with AI and now to be fair, I did not lie. I put my resume in there. I put the job description and I let it write one and I read it and I made sure it was an accurate depiction of me, right? Like I'm not like BSing it. I'm just not having to write it. And so it sounds better than what I could write, but it's still a reflection of me. And it took five minutes instead of the hour and a half minimum it takes me to write a cover letter because cover letters are hard. And then I had to yeah. write a diversity statement, oh. which um, you really almost okay. only oh. have to do in higher ed. But a diversity okay. statement is, you know, these people, they pretend that they care about diversity, even though they don't, and they're hiring practices. So you have to write a statement essentially about how, what diversity means to you and how you do it in your life. And all of these people who don't care about diversity still get these jobs regardless. But it's still another task that you have to do that's not easy. And it wrote and, and, and it wrote a diversity statement for me. But here's the thing. All I had to type in, I need a diversity statement for the same job. Because I did it after the cover letter, and it took everything else that I'd already put in there and wrote a diversity statement. And it gave that's, me two options. Well, then, that, that, damn, that's nice. It took me 10 minutes because I had to edit both and do some minor things. It took me like 15 minutes to do a cover letter and a diversity statement, something that would have taken me minimum three hours to apply for a job. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of negative things that people do with AI. There's a lot of weird things, but for job searching, which is genuinely just one of the hardest things that you can do, this is such a win. And just don't lie. There is some benefits. There's just people who use it for weird weird stuff. Yeah. That's all that is. Yeah. That's always going to be a problem. But if you ever have to job search anyone at any point, and you probably will, we all do, especially if you're younger. Yeah. Do the work on the front end, right? do a really good resume, get some really good information, and then throw it in the AI, throw the job description, and watch it come up with the best cover letter you've ever seen. <laughs> that's that, that's my pit stop. This is the first time our pit stops haven't been sports-related in a while, because they typically nope. are. No, but no, mine is. Their video game, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, typically it's it's still, like, somewhat sports-adjacent, but, like, this, like, no, I had to say that. I literally oh. got, like, a cover letter in a, in a, a, in a thing. And 15 yeah. minutes, like that is that's amazing. It's I ain't mad at it. I if I have to do a cover letter, I just hate doing them. But if I have to do one, I'm gonna have to remember to do that. They're, they're awful. Yeah. And like, and I, like there I truly don't even apply to jobs that ask for one. <laughs> just, every, every job in my field requires one. Yeah, that sounds it's, about it's, right. It's just it's a higher education thing. Every job requires yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. That, but that's what's your, dope, what's your yeah. Uh, my pit stop is somehow my Steelers and you guys because it's Victory Monday, so I got my hoodie on. Uh, we're three and two. Uh, we're top of the AFC North right now. Don't know how long that'll last. Of course, it's still early, but five games into the season, we're up top the AFC North, and we have the best. We have one of the, we we have what maybe. Well, there's like two teams that have better records in the AFC, and then everybody else is three and two. Culture. We have the same record as the Cowboys. <laughs> That's hilarious. And the Cowboys are supposed to be way better than us. So you remember Dak was like, you remember Dak was like, I'm not gonna throw a bunch of interceptions. And then he threw like three last night. 
Yep. <laughs> liar. <laughs> we knew mm-hmm. you were going to throw interceptions, Dak. I knew you were a liar. You're a liar. Phony. The- <laughs> He's a big, fat phony. <laughs> and then the funniest thing, because everyone's like, why are black people so mean to Dak? And then, and then after the game, someone put the tweet where he was like, my mom makes the best fried chicken and she's white. <laughs> and, it's just like, and it's like, this is why. Like, <laughs> I saw that. Dak I is saw that. Weird. It was like, it was funny because I was like, what's the context? Is why is yeah. this being brought up? Like, yeah. And I it's like, and like, listen, for, for white people listening, this is not a thing saying that white people can't cook. Like, that's not what we're saying. Like, for the people who like to like leave comments and say that we're racist, like, that's not what we're saying. We're not saying your mom's fried chicken is weird. What we're saying is for Dak to boast and be like, my mom's fried chicken is so good and she's white. That's a weird yeah. thing to say. That's there was a, no reason a, to like, even bring that up. There's right. No... Like it's it's just like it's just it's like the thing that people do when it's like I'm mixed and it's I have good like, hair. It almost, like, yeah, it almost made me think your mom makes terrible fried chicken. Because oh, you it. brought up the fact just because you brought up the fact yeah. that like you could have just, like, well, just said it's my... probably bad because you brought it yeah. up for no reason. <laughs> and you brought and you brought in her being you could have just said my mom has good fried chicken. My mom makes the best fried chicken. We okay. would have understood. Cool. You love right. your mama. Like, like, yeah. like, <laughs> like maybe she do. It probably slapped. But then we and yeah. my mom is white. It's like, okay. Well, now I don't believe you because you did that. <laughs> just because you did that, I refuse yeah. to believe you. Like because like, you're being weird about it. Yeah. Now it's now it's now it's weird. Now it's unbelievable. Now it's weird. Like, yeah. But like, yeah, my I just wanted my Steelers is three and two. Defense looks great. Offense has moments. Uh, I still think it's a. I, I still think it's our coordinator's fault. I know a lot of people try to say Kenny Pickett is terrible. I think, I think the same problem has been with a lot of quarterbacks, especially that happened with like the Browns and what's happening with Justin Fields. I think the offensive coordinator just doesn't know how to use what he has in a um, productive way, and yeah. it looks terrible. I agree. Um, I don't uh, think Kenny Pickett is good, but he's not as bad as he's played in some of these games. The court yeah, yeah. The it just I, we don't. And then I also don't think I think we have one receiver that can get separation, like true separation, and maybe even two. But he doesn't get it. He doesn't get a lot of playing time. But like truly one that's always getting a lot of playing. The second time, the second one's Austin, number nineteen. He can okay. fly. He's just not always in the game. And who who are you saying is the first one? Oh, uh, George. Okay. Yeah. 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 But the problem with Pickens is sometimes he doesn't want separation. He just wants to fucking fight. It's just like, bro, I'm not mad at that like- because at, so see, and that's why I'm not, that's, I'm not mad at that. Cause he'll be a one that once he learns their full route tree, he'll get us first downs yeah. and tough yeah. first downs. Ooh, I like Pickens. I do too. I, I, I just think he's, I think, I think he's the number one wide receiver that's going to be a number two wide receiver because he forgets it's not backyard football and his priorities are wrong sometimes. I think he Which can, is great to be, watch, but it's yeah. just like, come on, dude. Like, you didn't I need truly to think, I think figured out. Like, I think even with the backyard football mentality, he could still be a number one receiver, a true one, with a better coordinator. If we had a better coordinator, yeah. I, I think it would... I would think... I think a better coordinator would know how to use that. Yeah. For sure. I like Pickens though. Mm-hmm. And I, I like especially if we're in if we finally do if we do get to the red zone, he should have a lot of red zone touchdowns just because yeah. he's a physical backyard playing rod receiver. Yeah. 
I, me so. personally, I like him. I love a diva receiver. And everyone's like, uh, diva receivers. Football was fun, was much more fun when the wide receivers came out and said, my quarterback sucks. He didn't throw me the ball. And George, Pickens is a diva in a different way. Like, mm-hmm. I like I like my receiver that's like, I'm the best player in the world. Like, that's what I want. Don't be nice. Yeah. Tell him he can't guard yeah. you. Tell him he's little. Like, he's he real little. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah. And I like, I like what I see. I just don't like who's coordinating it. I really yeah, don't. Because our defense is great. It's just on the field way too much. Yeah. Yeah. I still Jay, there's a there's a there's a chance JJ wins player defensive player of the year and we only win nine games. It's crazy, bro. Like this is gonna last thing I say. I gotta say because I'm like, uh, we've had some of the craziest defensive performances ever this year. Didn't TJ mm-hmm. have? Didn't TJ have a two and a half three set game? Yep. And then Miles did something similar, and then Khalil Mack had fucking six. Yo, and my then, God. Uh, who was it? It's another like Joey Bosa Her- had a good sack game. Jo- Joey Bosa ago. had one, and then was it Harold Landry? It was someone that's like good, but he's not on that level. Yeah, it wasn't Max Crosby, it was some random dude. It, uh, it wasn't Max, it wasn't random Randy Gregory. Who was it? He has a name, but he's not on that level. Who also put yeah, up like three? I, is it Harold Perkins? Is it the is it Harold Perkins? Or is it the guy on the Vikings? I think it might be the guy on the Vikings. I think it was the guy on the Vikings. I don't remember, I don't remember his remember name, who. but like someone else but... had like three and a half. Like they just been like, it's just been crazy, it's... like performance mm-hmm. after performance. Like, yeah. and I think now uh, TJ has uh, is on like a seven eight game sack streak. <laughs> That's crazy. Something like that. Like he's he's had a sack in every game, and he's getting like two a game. I told you he's gonna have a hundred sacks by the end of the season. He's already at eight. He's almost at ninety. Straight up Hall of Famer. Oh yeah, he's walking as soon as he retired. Like bro, it's been five (laughs) years. Here's your jacket, bro. Yeah, like what are we even doing? This is what like this is this is uh. And it's it's getting denied. It's getting ignored a little bit because of the offensive players. This is mm-hmm. one of the best players for defense. Like the Hall of Famers that are coming out of this era. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think the thing, yeah, it's it's gonna be overshadowed because of the quarterbacks, but yeah. Yeah, I there's definitely more defensive talent in this era than there is offense. There's so there's so many first battle hall of famers that are just gonna like fucking walk in. Like, especially you know crazy. I think the Steelers, yeah, I think the Steelers have three currently on their defense Pat P, Cameron Hayward, oh, yeah. TJ Watt. Yeah. Okay, I was trying to figure out who the no, if that's the case, they have four. Who's the fourth? Minka. Oh, Minka. yeah, no, yeah, Minka's you're right. Minka. Minka. Yeah, Minka's Minka's the Hall of Famer. Famer. yeah, you're right. right. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, and yeah. you know what's crazy? If Highsmith keeps doing what he's doing, he might be one. Which one is he? Is he linebacker? Alex Highsmith? He's he's a middle linebacker. He's from number fifty six. He oh, is second yeah. in sacks for our team right now, and it's not that far behind TJ. It's yeah. really not. <laughs> but like, yeah, I can't believe you forgot Minka, dog. Minka is crazy. I, I did. I want. I want his jersey. You're right. I can't believe that. Yeah. If I didn't, Minka's if I didn't have, if, if I like, if Minka ever plays for another team, and I know he did, but like, if he plays for another team, I'd buy his jersey. I can't wear Damn, Steelers jersey. 
I can't. I can't. You, you have no hate. There's no affiliation to hate us. There's truly no reason. I just as a don't Colts like Steelers fan. fans. Like all not right. you. Like Steelers fans are just awful. And, I, and and here's the thing: you can respond and say Ohio State fans are awful. They are. I know that. It doesn't take away from the fact that Steelers fans are also awful. And part of the reason I don't like Steelers fans is they're probably just like Ohio State fans because they're the same people. But I'm not a I fan. Feel but like, I, I feel like. Out of all the NFL fans, we should be the lowest on the like just the awful because there's Patriots, Jets, and Cowboys fans. Okay, you're right, but I live in Ohio with a lot of Steelers fans. I don't live with a lot of Patriots, like in you know what I mean. Like, okay, there's a, a dumb like they're not the highest on my list. I'm just saying, like, I can't wear, it. I I just can't wear the Steelers jersey. All right, fair enough. I'm gonna get his jersey. I know that much. Him and TJ. Yeah. As you should. Yeah, for sure. Mink is great though. Uh, but all right, anything else? Are we getting out of here? Ah, uh, yeah, let's get up out of here. Now I'm getting right. yelled at the stream, apparently. <laughs> I'm weak. All right, man. As <laughs> always, thank y'all for listening. Um, side note, as I mentioned, a lot of life things, good things, but a lot of life things. So we probably will not be back next week. And I'm okay. not sure. And I, my fault. I meant to tell you this before the show. Guys, I'm learning. I'm learning with you. The first time, but at least you know the reason. Uh, so we probably yeah. we will most likely not be back next week. And there's a chance that and we're there's a chance we won't be back for two weeks. It just depends on how the schedule shakes out. But uh, I have, you know, a lot of things going on. Uh, so yep, yep. recording is uh, we have to take a break from that. But I hope to be back in two weeks because I do want to record after the Ohio State Penn State game. So maybe if uh, nothing yeah, yeah, else, yeah, yeah. maybe if nothing to. else, maybe we do like a 30 minute show and only talk about that game. Um, but like I'm gonna have to like watch that game on my phone. Like I'm not even gonna be or like go to a bar. Like I'm not even gonna have time to watch football that day. So um yeah, it's gonna be a lot. Yeah. But as always, thanks for listening. We will see y'all soon. Uh this is not the end of the show, it's just a, a couple week break or whatever. Uh, we, you know, we'll, we'll you know how soon. like an anime takes a week or two. Yeah, or sometimes yeah, you yeah, takes a, a, a mid season break, you know. Yeah, mid season break. We'll be back for the good season. Uh, but you can follow the show on Instagram at I Football Show. You can follow me on Twitter at Jordan W Zero, and you can follow Dante at Dante M Ten Two One Six. All right, we'll see y'all later.